0: You have to have diversity in your marketing. Like you can't just focus on one funnel and not do any content and not do any social media and not do any live launches. Like there becomes this thing where it's like, well, I do need to do other things and other projects and initiatives to like create that diversity and holistic marketing strategy. But I also wanna stay focused. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 601. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am doing some serious batch recording this week on both podcast and YouTube content. I have the push to record a lot of content because I'm taking all of February off and then I have a week in January that I'm off in Costa Rica and another retreat, which I haven't talked about because I'm not going to talk about it until after this time, I decided. Anyways, so each week I have like a number laid out between now and the end of January of content to record in order to set me up for taking all of February off, which I'm very, I guess, excited for. I'm excited. I'm also – like nervous slash like am i really doing this and also what am i going to do with all my time i'm very excited to share the experience with you guys though i have been having the best time with the women in my mastermind and the opportunity to go so deep with these women and their business is going to continually give me so much inspiration for this podcast and it's just been like really refreshing to have frontline view in other people's business and be able to leverage like my strategies and all the things. And it, it'd be different. Like the the different part of it is giving me a lot of inspiration. So today's episode is actually inspired by a conversation that happened in our mastermind. And I think it's, it's a really good concept to be thinking about. And that is around the fact that it's so important in business and marketing to stay focused. And we hear this a lot. We hear how focusing on one funnel and one offer and just really making sure you dial that in is so important. But also you have to have diversity in your marketing. Like you can't just focus on one funnel and not do any content and not do any social media and not do any live launches. Like there becomes this thing where it's like, well, I do need to do other things and other projects and initiatives to like create that diversity and holistic marketing strategy. But I also want to stay focused. And so what is okay for me to do and what is not okay for me to do? And that was kind of the conversation that was coming up with one of the mastermind members, which is a super valid thing to be thinking about. And it's like, it's such a good example too of the answers never this or that. It's always in that, like, in between ebb and flow. So, I wanted to talk through that how to have a holistic, diverse marketing strategy that is very solid and well rounded, meaning it addresses your audience, it addresses your nurturing, it addresses your lead generation, and it addresses your sales conversion. And it has all of that, but it's also keeping you focused. And when to know if something is a yes or a no on a project or a funnel or a strategy or an offer that you should work on because this is a very fine line. So first of all, I do think it is very important to create an ecosystem within your marketing that is going to address the three key pillars. So the first one being nurturing, which comes from content and building an audience. That's usually in the form of organic social media and some form of content like a podcast or a YouTube channel. That's pillar number one. Pillar number two is your lead generation, which then has two parts to it. It has your consistent daily lead generation and it has your live launches that you do about once a quarter. And then your third pillar is conversion. So those three pillars need to always have something going for them. It doesn't mean you always have to have a project, I guess, working on them if you have something that is working. But efforts and energy and resources needs to be going to those three pillars at all times. Which means, so a question that came up from one of the members was, "I ha- she has an evergreen funnel that's just absolutely crushing it. And she recognizes that if she puts a lot or all of her focus in this funnel, like Could just that get her to her revenue goals? And should she keep her podcast? And should she do her social media? And like those were the questions coming up. My thought on it and my strategic opinion, which is an opinion like you might get other people who say different things, is – Your podcast is supporting this evergreen funnel because you don't necessarily know how many of the leads who come in through the evergreen funnel and are in that world, in that funnel, in that email sequence, then are going to listen to your podcast. It's also an asset to your business because what if something happened to that evergreen funnel? Like what if your Facebook ad account got shut down tomorrow and you couldn't spend the money on the ads anymore? and you had to get a new one and scale it back up. Like you don't want to put yourself in a situation where overnight your revenue can just like tank. So really it comes down to making sure you have these three pillars and they have resources, time, money, energy going to them. Now it's not going to be even. Like you're not going to have each one getting, you a third of your resources, it's going to ebb and flow. There might be sometimes where you need to put more into content nurturing, sometimes more into conversion, sometimes more into lead generation, and so it's not that it's equal. It's that they're all getting enough to create that well-rounded strategy. Okay. Sometimes there is a need in a business or a, a good strategic decision to have an additional offer added into your value ladder. So an offer that's either an upsell, a higher priced offer or a downsell. And that can, be, that can be very positive. In the cases where you have a lot of leads who are not quite ready for your main offer, then having a downsell might allow you to capitalize on all those leads you're already bringing in and make more money. Or maybe you have a higher level offer and maybe it's not that expensive. Maybe you have a $1,000 offer and that's your core offer. And you know that a lot of those people want something next level. And so you can create something for them. When considering do I add in an upsell or a downsell and is that a good idea or a bad idea or will I lose focus or not, you have to ask yourself, is that going to support What you're already doing and amplify your results, or is it going to distract? So, let me give you an example on this. If you were, if you had a funnel and it was consistently generating leads and it was consistently generating sales and it was working, and this funnel was your focus, and you're like, I want to increase my business revenue. So we can obviously increase the ad spend going to this funnel because if we increase more ad spend, then we're going to naturally get more leads and then we should get more sales. That's one way that we can scale the overall business revenue. But another way that we can scale the business revenue is we can say, well, 5% of my leads are buying in this funnel. So I have 95% of the leads who aren't buying right away. What if I add in a $200 product for all the people who don't buy? And then I I add, you know, this much revenue every month. 2% of those people then buy that product. Well, now I'm supporting what I'm already doing and I'm increasing my overall revenue with that effort. Now, if you were in this situation different than that where, okay, let's say you have a funnel. It's going to a main offer. That offer is not converting. You're not generating the money you want and need to, to generate. It's not selling at all or very well, and you're like, should I create a downsell? Okay, that's probably not going to solve the problem and increase your business revenue. You would need to focus on how do I get this core offer in this funnel converting? And then once I get to that place, we can look at, okay, now I'm scaling as a business. I want to increase my business revenue. And so what are the ways I can do that? I can increase the traffic. I can add in this downsell. So it's still supporting. Do you see the difference in where one would be supporting and basically building out a sustainable, well-rounded, very optimized strategy because I'm getting more out of what I'm already doing? Like I'm already generating all those leads and so I already have 95% of them who are not buying and therefore if I add in a smaller price digital product, I'd have to write some emails and create a sales page and obviously create the product. But then once it's created, I wouldn't have as much work to do. And now I'm capitalizing on the work that I would be doing anyways, and I'm getting more money. Whereas in the second example, you don't even have something that's working yet, and you want to kind of distract yourself and have to go prove a whole different offer, right? That's not going to help your business. That's the difference. So when you are considering, should I do XYZ? Should I put energy into XYZ? It's asking yourself number one, is it Supporting one of those three pillars? Is it putting energy into one of those three pillars because I have a lack of harmony between the three? And one is getting like no attention. Like maybe you are not doing any content and nurturing, and you're like, it's working right now, but I know long term this is not a good idea because I should have nurturing and content and be constantly kind of building my audience consistently. Or number two, weighing. Am I doing this because I think it's going to put a band-aid over something that isn't working or am I doing this to get more out of what I'm already doing that is working? Everything you do in your business and execute in your marketing, it will take away from something else because obviously you could put the time and energy somewhere else. So something that anytime you have a project or a new funnel or a launch or an offer or something you're doing, you do have to ask yourself, what am I taking away from? Like, what am I taking away from and what am I getting out of this initiative? It's okay that it's taking away from something, but is it adding more than it's taking away? Right? So if we use this example, this business owner that I was talking to and you look at her podcast. So she has her evergreen funnel and she's like, well, I could put all my energy into that because it's providing a really good return on ad spend and I could just like forget everything else, including my podcast. Should I do that? There was other things that we did determine she should stop doing for the year, but not her podcast. Because her podcast is filling that bucket of content, nurture, and audience, and it's not taking away from the evergreen funnel that was working for her. It's adding to its success, right? Because it's helping those leads convert by nurturing them and by giving them more touch points. So... Another piece in this is making sure that you are creating a sustainable business that is limiting future potential threats. This is something that I always like to look at as a CEO is like, what am I not seeing today that could impact me in the next three, six, nine, 12 months? So if you have all of your revenue coming in from one place that could be impacted overnight, that's a huge liability. And everybody likes to look at that and be like, well, that would never happen to me. Like that, you know, nothing could happen. That could be fine. You never know. So the way that you create a sustainable business is you make sure each one of those three pillars has the right amount of energy and resources going to it. Because if you have that, it's like, okay, something could happen to your lead generation, but you've built this massive audience and you've stayed consistent with your content and you have a really good sales conversion process that we can fix the lead generation and we'll be okay. Right. And we have other areas and in our ecosystem that we've created where revenue can come in if something were to happen to one source of my leads and revenue. So finding this balance while also creating a diverse business and marketing strategy is very custom. And I think that's why people have a hard time with it is is you're fed a lot of like focus, focus is so important. And then you also are fed a lot of ideas. Do an upsell, do a downsell, do a live launch, do this funnel, do that funnel. So the best way is to weigh two things. One, when I if you were to do an audit of your business right now and look at your three pillars of nurture, lead gen and conversion, how does it look? How, do the, how does the resource allocation look in those? Is it right for where you are in your business? If you have zero lead gen, then obviously you can't really do much with conversion because you have no leads to convert, right? So each quarter kind of you could evaluate those three pillars and say, okay, do I need to put more energy in one place than another? That's the first thing. The second thing is, taking a step back and just almost documenting and looking at all the projects, all the things that you work on in your marketing, the things that you do every single day without questioning. Like for us, that's like our weekly newsletter, our monthly Hirsch marketing report, like the things that you are doing and not even thinking about doing them. You're just, they've been a routine those things and then the active projects you're working on and just kind of taking a step back and saying, all right, what is my main big goal? What is my revenue goal this year? And in order to get there, are all of these things supporting or hurting that? Is there anything I should take away? I should change or can I make an argument that these things are the biggest needle movers in achieving my revenue goal? Because you might find something that you're like, oh man, we have done this weekly video or this weekly email or this monthly workshop forever and I'm not really sure that the energy that goes into that is to the fullest extent going to help us get to our goals. It might not be bad. Like it might still – that's the thing is it might still be getting some results. It might still be working. But if you were to take that same amount of energy and resources and put it somewhere else, would you get a bigger return? And that's ultimately the game of business and marketing, right? Because we all have limited resources. We have limited money that we don't have unlimited money. We don't have unlimited time. And even if you have a team, it's like your team's time is a resource in your business. And if you look at how much, let's say you have a team member spending X amount of hours on something, then could they take that and do something else that's going to move the needle more? Sometimes this takes testing and playing with it. It takes a little bit of the CEO having that kind of like gut intuition about what to do and what to change. But I think the most important thing here is that you make the space to question it. So listening to this episode, I would challenge you to do an audit, take inventory of two things in your business. One, the resources going into those three pillars, nurture, lead gen, and conversion. Does each one get resources? Are you creating sustainability? Because if you have 0% in nurture, you might be okay now, but in six months from now, you might be really sorry you didn't put effort into that because that is an asset to your business. That is something that you really, when done strategically, it's very important to have that. And then number two, document and take a step back at everything happening in your marketing. The regular day-to-day stuff, mundane stuff that hasn't been questioned in a long time and the projects. Take a step back, take inventory of that and ask yourself: if I was to take resources from any of these, would it be better used? And if the answer is yes, then obviously make the adjustments and make the change. And just overall looking at your marketing and making sure that you're number one clear on what is your big goal this year? You know, how much revenue are you making and what's going to be required to make that money? How many sales? If you have multiple offers, how many sales of those multiple offers? How many leads do you need to generate? Like how are you going to do it? We can have these big goals and these big dreams, but if we don't tangibly break it down and understand how it's going to happen, it's not, it's not going to happen. And then you can filter it through and say, okay, are these projects and things that I'm working on actually the biggest needle movers for that big scorecard, for that big goal that I have? So this is how you create this diverse, holistic, well-rounded marketing strategy, which is absolutely essential. It's very important for your business. And you also walk the line of focus. Last thing that's coming to me is a barometer on like, is this me losing focus? Is that, am I trying to do this to put a band-aid on or fix something that isn't working? When the thing that isn't working is a foundational issue, like my offer isn't selling, or I'm not generating leads, or my strategy isn't working because my messaging isn't there, right? And I think where people get really in trouble with losing focus is they think they they go to the shiny objects. If I just launch this type of funnel, if I make this new offer, if I create a membership site, if I join this program, then everything will just work. That's a very dangerous thought to have because that never works out that way. So then it's going deeper and understanding if you're in a situation where something isn't working, what do we need to address before, like foundationally address before we look at anything else? And that's where I think people lose focus is is they either get bored. Entrepreneurs either get bored and they're like, well, this sounds super fun. I'm going to go work on this and I'm going to break everything that's working or they get shiny object syndrome and they're like, well, all this hasn't worked. I'm super frustrated. So I'm just going to go try this and it's going to solve everything. Those are the two kind of dangerous spots to be and something to have awareness around as a CEO, because it's your job to guide the company where it's going. All right, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this was helpful, gave you some insights to kind of create that harmony in your business between the two of having that well-rounded holistic marketing strategy addressing all three of those pillars as well as staying focused, which is super important this year. I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing